from the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel. With the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of the Father, the friendship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Welcome to the celebration of the daily televised Mass on the feast of St. Francis of Assisi. I am Father Michael Coots. The televising of this Mass is made possible by a contribution from three donors. The first is an anonymous donor from Texas, USA, in thanksgiving for blessings received for all those suffering from infertility or pregnancy-related problems. May they continue to have faith in God and for the whole souls in purgatory. The second is an anonymous donor from Gillingham Manor in North Highlands, California, in thanksgiving to God for graces received, for good health, for the conversion of sinners, and for world peace. The third are Anderson, and God, Anderson Gordon and Candace DeVert from Trinidad and Tobago for the souls of their beloved ones, Ellis Gordon, Anita Gordon, and DeVert, Kenrick Anthony Baptiste, Inez Ward, and for the other deceased family members. Our thanks go out to the donors for the gift of this Mass. As I said, today we celebrate the Feast of St. Francis of Assisi. At that time, we had three great saints about the same period. St. Dominic, who started the Dominican Order, St. Francis of Assisi, and St. Anthony of Padua, born in Portugal but claimed by the Italians. Let's ask these three great saints to intercede before the throne of God for us. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. The Almighty God, have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. O God, by whose gift St. Francis was conformed to Christ in poverty and humility, grant that walking in Francis's footsteps, we may follow your Son, and through joyful charity, come to be united with you, through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Galatians. My brothers and sisters, you have heard no doubt of my earlier life in Judaism. I was violently persecuting the Church of God and was trying to destroy it. I advanced in Judaism beyond many among my people of the same age, for I was far more zealous for the traditions of my ancestors. But when God, who had set me apart before I was born and called me through his grace, was pleased to reveal his Son to me, that I might proclaim him among the Gentiles, I did not confer with any human being, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to those who were already apostles before me, but I went away at once into Arabia, and afterwards I returned to Damascus. 
Then, after three years, I did go up to Jerusalem to visit Cephas and stayed with him fifteen days. But I did not see any other apostle except James, the Lord's brother. In what I am writing to you before God, I do not lie. Then I went into the regions of Syria and Cilicia, and I was still unknown by sight to the churches of Judea that are in Christ. They only heard it said, The one who formerly was persecuting us is now proclaiming the faith he once tried to destroy. And they glorified God because of me. The Word of the Lord. Be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord. Now, as Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks, and so she came to him and asked, 
Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her then to, to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is, there is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, and it will not be taken away from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord, Lord Jesus Christ. Quite often when I go to give a parish mission, they will ask me, please send me, send us a little bit of an autobiography. What did you do? Where did you come from? And et cetera, et cetera. And I always wonder, especially when I go to the United States, why do you need that? You called me because you thought I was good. Does it make a difference whether I have two, three, four, five degrees or a PhD behind my name, which I don't? Or does it matter whether I've written books and articles, which I don't? What difference does it make? But they want something about you before you give the talk. And that is exactly what Paul is doing, an autobiography in this letter to the Galatians. He's speaking about what happened to him after his, his episode on Damascus, how the Lord had called him and called him in a very special way had called him and that he had remained there for three full years, had gone down to Arabia, had come back. He had put all these things in order to say one thing, I am an apostle chosen by Jesus Christ. And the reason for Paul putting forward his autobiography and putting forward his defense were the many people in these churches, especially in Turkey, who said, uh-uh, Paul is not really an apostle. He's an apostle with a small a. And Paul was very sensitive about that. He said, and the, he asked them, he said, why do you say so? He said, well, because you were appointed by Peter and James and John and the other apostles. And Paul bristled at that idea. He said, that is no way. I was called by Jesus himself. I did not go down to the apostles to find about the instructions about the life of Jesus. I was instructed by Jesus himself. I have got the authority to speak that. And now that is understandable because if you read in the Acts of the Apostles, the very first chapter, we are told that the apostles wanted to fill their number. They were 11, but Judas had committed suicide, had killed himself. They wanted to fill up that number. And they said the quality for an apostle was a person who had walked with Jesus during his public life, from the time of his baptism with John the Baptist until he was taken up into heaven. You can read that at the end of chapter 1 of the Acts of the Apostles. Very dramatic indeed. And Paul, you were not like one of them. You didn't walk with Jesus, so how can you call yourself an apostle? Whatever the arguments were, we do not know about it. Today, if it had happened today, by the time Paul had made his argument, it would have been on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, on whatever device, and it would be reaching from one end of the earth to the other. But whatever happened, the churches accepted Paul's explanation. 
and Catholic tradition has accepted Paul's explanation. They have held him as an apostle on the same standing as Peter, the rock on which Jesus built his church. Peter, who had made so many mistakes, and yet the Lord had chosen him. And we celebrate the feast of St. Peter and St. Paul on a par. Now, Paul did not say that he was superior to the apostles. He simply says, I am one like them. And that is the way we celebrate it, if I'm not mistaken, on the 29th of June. That was one controversy. When we come to the gospel, we have another controversy. We had Jesus going to the house of Martha and Mary. If you go there today, you really have to cross the great wall that is surrounding and encloses all the Palestinian area. It was in Bethany. It's called Al-Azaria, named after Lazarus. But at that time, Jesus could move from Jerusalem to Bethany to Bethphage and all these places with the greatest of ease. And so he finds himself at the house of these two sisters. And here, we don't have the story, we don't have Lazarus in this picture just now. But here he is, and he is sitting in the main room, and Martha is busy being a good host. She's cooking, she's providing what is very common in those days. While Mary is sitting at the uh, feet of, the, of Jesus, now she quarrels. It's not the quarrel that we have in every sibling house, you know. I have to do wash the dishes, fold the clothes, clean the house, and my brothers and sisters don't do anything. Come on, mother, tell them that they should share this. It's not that story. Martha was bothered on two accounts. The first account was Mary was a woman. Only a man could sit at the disciple at the rabbi's feet and learn from a rabbi. That was against all protocol. The second thing was as a woman, she was not supposed to be alone with a man in the front. She had to be in the kitchen preparing meals. And Jesus turns that whole protocol upside down, turns it on his head, and says, Martha, you are bothered with too many things. What Mary has chosen is the best. The debate between contemplation and uh, action has been gone down through the ages. But we know that saints have turned this upside down. Saint Benedict spoke about ora et labora, prayer and action. St. Ignatius of Loyola in the 16th century, together with Teresa of Avila and John of the Cross, said the same thing. It is as important to be active and as important to spend time in prayer. They have to be joined together. They are the sides of, two same, of the same coin. You and I can be the, exactly that. We can be contemplatives in action and save and pray, I mean, and praise and give glory to God. God bless you all. Would you join me now as we pray together? As I said, today we celebrate a very special day, a very special person, Michael McManus, who two, two and a half decades ago initiated this televised mass that we celebrate today. He would have been 90 years today, 
and today would also be the anniversary of, of Barbara and Michael's 52nd wedding anniversary. So for the repose of the soul of Michael McManus and for blessings on Barbara, we pray to the Lord. Lord, For those in the tel daily televised mass community who have asked to be included in the prayer group, we pray to the Lord. Lord we pray that during this time of thanksgiving, we will be grateful for all the gifts and be willing to share our goods and talents with others. We pray to the Lord. Lord For the sponsors of this mass, from California, from Texas, from Trinidad and Tobago, we pray to the Lord. Lord Gracious and loving God, we thank you, especially this month of October, as we celebrate Thanksgiving, for all the gifts you have given us through Christ our Lord. <clears throat> Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have this bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. <coughs> Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation. For through your goodness, we have this wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become for us our spiritual drink. Thank you. <coughs> Pray, my sisters, my brothers, that this our sacrifice be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and of all his holy church. As we bring you these offerings, O Lord, we pray that we may be rightly disposed for the celebration of the mystery of the cross, which St. Francis of Assisi so ardently embraced. We make this prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For as on the festival of St. Francis of Assisi, you bid your church rejoice, so too you strengthen her by the example of his holy life. Teach her by his words of preaching and keep us safe in answer to his prayers. And so with the company of angels and saints, we sing the hymn of your praise as without end we acclaim.
You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving you thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. <clears throat> the mystery of faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope, Thomas our Bishop, the bishops across Canada, all the clergy and this entire people of God. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, with St. Francis of Assisi, St. Dominic de Guzman, St. Anthony of Padua, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, with him, and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we now dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our day, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin, safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope in the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us share with one another a sign of this peace and friendship. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. Say the word, and my soul shall be healed. May the body and blood of Christ bring us all to everlasting life. Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart, as though you were already there. I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you, Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. <clears throat> Grant us, O Lord, through these holy gifts which we have received, that imitating the charity and apostolic zeal of St. Francis of Assisi, we may experience the effects of your love and spread them everywhere for the salvation of all. We make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us go in the peace of Christ to love and serve the Lord and one another. Thanks be to God. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass.